Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first time, welcome. If you are part of the community, welcome back. If you missed out on last week's episode, I got to chat about debt freedom with Angela. She is a single mom of one preteen and she talked about how she went through her journey despite being laid off three times. So if you are feeling like you can't ever get out of debt or you have the desire to get out of debt but you don't feel like you have the discipline, I encourage each and every one of you to go back and listen to that episode or even if you have the slightest idea about paying off debt and what that looks like, I encourage you to go listen. So if you are one of those moms who said back in January that you were going to start back exercising, you were going to lose weight, uh, make better choices with your eating and you've fallen off even though you got started in January, it's okay. We are talking all about making time to exercise today. So I hope that you guys will find this episode helpful and get back out there. I know for me, I've been that mom saying that I'm going to do better, I'm going to do this. And I've been still going to the gym, but I tend to fall off. And um, (laughs) when we recorded this episode, I was talking about I wanted to start back getting up again in the mornings to work out at home because I used to do that really well, but somehow I fell off. So be on the lookout for that because your girl is about to start back trying, okay? Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be talking to you as well. A pleasure. Awesome. And I really thank you for you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes. Um, well, my name is Kelma Williams. Uh, I am originally from Brazil. You probably noticed a little bit of a lot of accent in my speech. Uh, but I've been in the living here for about two decades now. I have two daughters, and uh, they are 13 and 9 years old. I am a single mom. Uh, I actually uh, lost my husband about three years ago to a heart attack, and oh, I've no. been tackling this, uh, yeah, single motherhood ever since. And it's been challenging, but, you know, it's come a long way. It's been three long years, but it's getting better. <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. I think we go through seasons. And some people think that, you know, the hard times last forever. And, you know, no one can ever, like, I don't think, well, death is one of those things. It's like, you can never fully get over it, but you learn to work through it, right? And I think that is... That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is a process, you know, it's like, basically a roller coaster ride. You know, Mm -hmm. some days you're doing great and then you know it comes like the 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 holiday seasons like it is right now or birthdays and you know so it's it's up and down but you know um after a while i guess you just get used to it and uh yeah hopefully it gets better you know yeah it'll get better yeah. yeah. So what I want to talk about today is exercising as a single mom because you know, especially with you know trying to get adjusted to doing this thing alone for you, um, in your case, like how 
did you make the decision to say like I want to change what I'm doing right now and begin this whole fitness journey because I think a lot of times we just make excuses and say oh I have too much to do I have to do this for the kids that for the kids and you know this for the house this for work and we act like we just don't have time to do it yeah that's that's so true and for me um I actually have not been on this journey that long it's been um about nine months now and it's uh I mean that's long the for fact me. that <laughs> Right, because I mean, I, I the way I see is like you need to make that decision that uh, you know you have to start. And for me, I've been in this journey of uh, widowhood and uh, take care of two kids on my own, and I completely, you know, lost track of my own health. You know, uh, it's mm-hmm. just uh, I gained about uh, thirty pounds over the past three years. I lost a lot of weight right after losing my husband, and then. It seems like the past year, it came all back plus some more. So one day I realized, well, you know, I can't continue, you know, to live the way I'm living. I was miserable. You know, I was self-conscious. I was depressed. And it's just, you know, like it reflected on uh, the way I was taking care of my kids. I was impatient. I was always grumpy. And, you know, it's just got to that point that I'm like, well, I have to do something because this is just, you know, it's not going to get better if I don't take action right now. So in these nine months, I uh, got in touch with uh, a fitness coach. I lost about 35 pounds and kept it off. And it's just exciting. And I plan on, on keep going and not stopping. It's just been amazing. So it's basically making that decision. That's all it takes. That is awesome. Congratulations on losing 35 pounds in nine months. That is awesome. And, you know, I think it's so easy to gain weight, but then it's so hard to lose it. It's like it it could take you like a year to lose uh, like a certain number of pounds, but then like it only takes you two days to gain, like, you know, it's like crazy. That is, that is true. Yeah. And that's basically how it works. Um, and then the, the crazy thing is just like you don't realize that it basically just creeps up on you until one day you're just like, whoa, you know, like what I happened? know, like what happened? I can't wear my clothes anymore. Like- right. Right. And that's, that's what happened to me. You know, I just got into that habit, um, you know, and I was battling a lot of depression this past year. It's been really, really hard. And uh, that uh, uh, my comfort was going to food. You know, and it, it, it's just like the emotional eating and, uh, you know, whenever I was feeling sad or depressed, that was my, you know, my go-to solution. And uh, you don't realize, you know, what's doing to you, you know, until you one day, like you said, like, oh, my pants don't fit now. And then you look in the mirror, you're like, whoa, what happened? And it's just like a slow process, I guess, to gain, but it's a much lower lower process for you to lose it all it is not easy yeah I can only imagine I've lost weight before and like you said I've gained it back like I think over the past year or two I have somehow gained 20 pounds and I'm just like okay girl it is time for you to make a decision and lose this weight like you did it one time you just have to commit and I think that nutrition is like so important and I feel like somehow the weight like kind of snuck up on me because I wasn't really 
paying attention to what I was eating. It's like a lot of like eating out and eating food on the go and not taking time to actually prepare meals. So um, that is what I want to get into next. But before I do, I just wanted to ask you like how, besides like making the, the decision to say like, hey, I'm not going to eat when I'm depressed anymore. So what do you actually do now? And how did you make that transition? Yeah, um, well, like I said, uh, I started working with a fitness coach, and this is actually someone that uh, I found on Instagram, you know, that like a lot of my time when I was uh, feeling the press was going on Instagram and scrolling and, you know, just watching, you know, other people's like uh, lives and, you know, their highlights and whatnot, and I come across this uh, girl, and uh, uh, she's a uh, sharing her story about, you know, like how she was struggling with depression and um, suicide thoughts. She was overweight and overwhelmed. And um, she started this journey uh, where she was able to work on herself and on her thoughts. And she is at the best place she's ever been in her life. And that uh, really sparkled my curiosity. I started like coming to her page, you know, every single day and just like, wow. You know, whatever she's doing, I have to do. You oh, know, and it took me good. a lot of, yeah, a lot of courage because I wanted to reach out to her so bad, but I had that, you know. That fear of like, what is she going to say? <laughs> yeah, what is she going to think? You know, it's hard for you to ask for help, especially ask a stranger for help. Yeah. You know, uh, you also was so open and, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, when you crave something, you know, at some point you're like, okay, like I need, you know, whatever she's doing, I need to do that. And that, that, that's what it did for me. And I'm so thankful that I did that or else I would not be here, you know, on this, on this step of my journey that I, that I am today. Wow. That is so amazing. You know, sometimes people say whenever you are depressed or you're going through a hard time, like social media may not be the best thing to do because a lot of people um, post like their highlight reels of their own lives like the good things without ever really post like the bad stuff so right. it could sometimes get you to an even lower place but just knowing that's that true. you actually used it to give you fuel you know that's amazing and then yeah. for that person to be able to have such an impact on your life I mean like, that is amazing. I just, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, that is amazing. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it's one of the things, like you said, you know, um, sometimes we use uh, social media, you know, and it's not in the opposite way. Like, we compare ourselves a lot. And like you said, yeah. you know, like, what we're watching is just uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, pieces, bits and pieces of the highlights of someone's day. And that can really drive you into a much worse place. Um, but I guess, you know, and I, I'm so thinking, I thank God every day. I, I even tell her until uh, this day, I'm like, thank God that I came across you, uh, your page and your story at the point that I did. Um, because if it wasn't for that, I don't think, you know, I don't know where I would be right now. You know, because grieving and depression and it's just life, it's so hard. And I was able to pull back from it. You know, I've come such a long way. And I think for her from being vulnerable and sharing her story, you know, and just being out there and willing to help. So that's, that's really, you know, really, really great that she was able to, 
you know, and she's still doing that to this day, and that's what got me to the place that I, you know, I just feel so much better in such a better place now that I've been doing the same for others, you know, it's kind of like a better, you know, pay forward. Um, yeah, for effect. sure. So that's, you know, that's what started me on doing the same as well as, you know, as far as helping people and reaching out to people and people reach out to me and then I can help them as well because I think it's, it's great. It's great if you can change one life. Yes, you know, that one is, yeah. person in a bad situation. Yes, and that is always what I say. I'm like, if I can touch one person, you know, from each podcast, I've done enough, you know. It's not about, like, reaching, like, millions of people, right? I think that, like, a lot of people just get caught up in, like, the number of people that they reach. And I'm like, no, if I reach one person, then I've done my job, you know. But anyway, getting back to nutrition, so how important do you feel that nutrition is because I always see the whole 80 20 rule so like you are 80 percent of what you eat right or either like uh, a lot of people say like abs are made in the kitchen so um talk to me a little bit about that how how do you feel about nutrition because I feel like you know me uh, I, I can use myself as an example um, I've been working out for uh, quite a while now, but only like 30 minutes a day. Now, sometimes I would like prepare my meals, but then most of the times I would just get what I could on the go or go down to the cafeteria and get something or, you know, whatever. And like, I haven't really lost much weight as I could have lost if I had been right. eating right. That is so true. Yep. And that's, uh, that happened to me as well. I did, uh, tried the gym a while back for two years I was like oh I'm gonna change uh you know from what I'm doing I want to go back to the gym and I want to lose all these weight so I had all these plans but like you said you can just do so go so far with only going to the gym and putting in that that work if you are not changing what what goes into your body yeah you know and uh that's one of the things with uh, what is being working for me, working with the whole program that we do right now, is everything so structured, even though I do 30 minutes every day. You know, I don't need to leave my house to work out. I do 30 minutes, sometimes 20, 10 minutes. But the nutrition is so structured. Um, it is not hard. It's just it's simplified. But I'm not lost as you know, as I was before, you know, before I, I, I had like free eating, I didn't know what my body needed. And now that I have that structured for me and uh, I'm eating the right kinds of food at the time I'm supposed to eat, I'm not starving to the point that, you know, when I sit down to eat a meal, you know, uh, I'm overeating. So I guess it's, it's important for you to know that, uh, what you put in your body that's actually going to make the change. You know, you can put in as much work as you can put in on the outside, but if you're not changing what's going inside, you're not going to see the changes, you yeah. know. And, and um, what is great, I was even like talking to one of my clients the other day. Um, I didn't realize how poor my eating habits were before as I realize now because I can actually see you know, like what am I supposed to be eating? And uh, I just realized, wow, you know, like all these years, you know, I've been like neglecting my body in such a, you know, terrible way because I I had no clue, 
you know, like you said, especially as a single mother, uh, it's easy for you to just eat what your kids eat. You, you know, you're running out of time and stop at the fast food place or the pizza and, you know, it, it doesn't work very well for us, you know. So that, that nutrition is, is a big, huge thing. And uh, for me, it's just so much easier now because I know what to look for in a meal. Even if I go out to eat, I know what should be on my plate or just try to make sure that I'm getting mostly veggies for every meal. And I still can have, you know, the treats and the pizza. I'm just not, you know, in, overindulging on those like I used to be before. I don't run to those for comfort. I don't, you know, use that as my, my main source as I used to anymore. And that, that's a huge, a huge uh, key on, uh, on losing weight and, and being able to keep it off. Yeah. And so I think that it's not a diet. It becomes more of the lifestyle because you have to continue to eat that stuff to maintain the weight. Otherwise, you risk gaining it back. And that's what I think. I think that, you know, so many uh, times people say like, oh, I'm going to start this diet. No, Um, if you're going to call it a diet, then maybe you don't even want to do it, you know. Because it just sounds like something that you're going to do temporarily to look a certain way. And then once you stop the diet, like, good, <laughs> you know, the weight will come back. Right. And, uh, and it's, it's the whole mindset as well. You know, when you think of diet, you're already thinking, oh, my God, I cannot eat this. I can't have that. And it's already working in your mind. Like, you know, this is hard. Like, I can't do it. You know, so you already conditioned yourself you know, into failure because it's hard when you look at it as a diet, you know, like, like I cannot eat that, I cannot have that, you know, so it's the whole like mindset as well, you know, like I said, when you make that into a lifestyle, then, you know, that's uh, uh, what, what changes like the whole picture, you know, and it's, it's like one of those things like your body really craves what you put into it. Like today, I can see they have a plate, you know, like of veggies as a snack in you know, I actually enjoy it, you know, as opposed, like, in the past, I would never, you know, think of a veggie as being a snack, you know, but it's just, like, my whole mentality has changed to that point that, you know, and I still can have, you know, the ice cream or the, the pizza with the kids, you know, every now and then, but it's just, like, my mindset has changed so much. It's been an amazing journey. Sometimes I don't even believe in myself, like, whoa, like, is this really me? You know, it's um, it's been really, really great. So that's uh, like I said, um, the way you you look at nutrition, like as a diet. You know, like so if you think that you know this is uh, something I have to do, I cannot have that. So that's where you're gonna fail because you know your your mentality is not gonna take you too far if you're looking at it that way. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Now, when it comes to preparing your meals, um, do you make out time to like prepare it for the week? Or how do you do that? How do you get that done? Because I find it challenging sometimes. Like if, um, say, on Saturday mornings, like I normally do my laundry, right? But if I have something to do, like I have an event to attend or I'm going to meet up with someone. It's like, when I come home, I don't want to meal prep. And it's like, you know, making that mindset shift, I guess, to know, like, I have to get it done. Because then on Sunday, okay, you know, we go to church for the most part. 
And then I'm trying to um, catch up on things that didn't get done during the week. So I'm like, if I take time to meal prep, that takes away time from my schedule instead of like making meal prep a priority. You know what I'm saying? I think that helps so much. Right. And that's basically what I do. I'm not the kind of person that is very creative in the kitchen. <laughs> and I don't like to spend a lot of time cooking. So uh, what I've learned to do is uh, I set a day um, and then I spend like an hour or two hours like preparing my meal. So I buy a, a full rotisserie chicken. I, I shred that and I have that into a container. That's my protein for the week. I'll boil some eggs and then I'll have that in the fridge. Veggies, I cut up some veggies and I have them already into Ziploc ba- uh, bags uh, ready to go with me. So it's, it's about you being prepared um, because, you know, like sometimes it's really hard for you to find the time to you know, prepare a meal or even sit down to eat a meal. So if you have, you know, that is structured where you put in an hour aside so you prepare everything you need for a couple of days, so, you know, you, you are setting yourself up for success. You know, so, um, and especially eating on the go, you know, like I got to the point where, you know, I carry my food with me and uh, it's actually like some simple things, like like I said, the shredded chicken and some cut up veggies. I don't need a microwave, I don't need to heat it up. You know, so the minute I know that I'm starving, I already have that with me. And it just like keeps me from going to the vending machine or going to, you know, pick up a snack that's not gonna be that healthy for me in the long run. So it's all about being prepared ahead of time and make our life easier in the process. Yeah, absolutely. And I have one other question about like nutrition. So when you're prepping meals, you know, you have teenagers, right? Because I I think you gave the ages, was it like 13? And what was the other one? Nine. Nine. Okay, so both of them are not teens, but they could be picky, right? So do you prep like different foods for them? Or do you guys all eat the same thing? Like I have a five year old, and she's picky. But for the most part, like, she'll eat what I cook, you know, but I'm sure, right. like, some other moms may have difficulties with that. And so how do you navigate if you don't, you know, prepare the same thing for your kids that you prepare for yourself? You know, especially, like, Temptation Now, I will say that, you know, some of the snacks that I buy for her, like, I shouldn't be eating, but sometimes it's, like, it's in the cabinet. So I'm like, right. okay, let me just get a few of her cookies. And it's like, no, right. I don't even I need these cookies. <laughs> but it's like, it's because it's there. And like, I haven't mastered right. that no yet. I just eat them, you know? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I know. And that's, that's the, 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 the dangerous thing. And uh, one of the things that it has helped my whole household um, in general, with my changing in the nutrition, is like even my nine-year-old now. She was the pickiest eater before. Like she, if you have, there was something green on her plate, you know she's not touching that. And then um, now that I've been incorporating like the the like the baby veggies, they taste so great. In um, I've been using that a lot. Like the mini cucumbers, the mini sweet peppers, the mini tomatoes. They are so simple to prepare. And they actually taste good. So because she sees me eating and kids, they have that way that they watch everything you do, you know, and, and you know, they, they copy, they copy your behaviors. Like they, they want to be like mommy, you know, so that's one of the things now I can put like some 
they're just on her plate and she will eat them. And like, I'm amazed. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, like, is this my kid? Because she, she has completely changed the way she eats. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I did not, like I said, I, you know, I'm not going to force them. I, you know, like the way I eat into them, but it's just like, sometimes, you know, I just go for it. I'm like, oh, let me see if she will eat this if I put it on her plate. And amazingly, she's been eating, you know, but they still have, you know, like their regular meals, like the stuff they enjoy that I know they'll eat as soon on their plate. But now I know I can add other things and try other things. And, and you know, they, they actually enjoy that. They actually enjoy it. So it's like, you know, I think everybody's benefiting of it at this point. As a point, as opposed to just like being me by myself in that journey. So that's, that's, you know, that's been amazing. You know, like you don't realize what you do for your kids by the way you eat, by what you're doing every day, but they are always watching. And um, yeah, it's a big help when they see that, you know, you are living like a healthier lifestyle and you're eating healthier and then it's easier for them to model that, you know? So it's, it's, it's really, you know, how it works, how it's been working for us, and we want to keep going. It's been really, really great. Yes, I totally agree, and that's good. Um, many vegetables. I'm going to have to try that because sometimes, you know, it's a little difficult, but I always somehow manage to get her to eat stuff, but then sometimes she's like, oh, I don't want it. I'm not hungry anymore, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Right, as soon as they see it, uh-huh. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. I um I have a question about like exercising, right? Making time to exercise. And so I briefly mentioned earlier that a lot of moms feel like they don't have time. Do you view that as an excuse? I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't really see it as an excuse, Kim, because there was me. And sometimes that's still me, you know? Uh, when you're running a household on your own, it's hard to find the time and uh, for me, uh, I remember when uh, I signed up to the gym, like, uh, you know, like back a few years ago, and uh, it was really hard for me to remove myself and uh, drive myself to a place uh, and, and put in the timing there because my mind is not there at that point. I'm thinking like, you know, like my kids uh, uh, need this and, you know, I'm, I'm spending this time here, but I should be at home. I have so much to do at home. So, you know, it, it's hard, you know, for you to uh, try and find the time to fit everything and then to add one more thing to your list, you know, that's the, the, the last thing that you're trying to do. So I don't see that as, as an excuse at all. It's a very, very, very valid thing as a single mom that you go through every day that you never really have the extra time, you know, to, to do things for yourself. You usually always come last, you yeah. know, after your kids. So it's it, uh, a process that I had to learn that I had to make the time if I wanted to keep going and uh, um, using that, you know, to, to help me the way it has. I had to make the time. So um, what I do is like I will get up in the morning an hour before my kids. And I know doing that one hour, I'm not going to be interrupted. I put my workout on the TV and that's my, that's mommy time for me. I do my workout, I do a little bit of my personal development, like if I have the time, I read the Bible, I will, um, you know, listen to a podcast, something that is going to help me through the day, but I know that hour before the kids are up, before my day starts, 
that's my my time. So that's you know, I put everything I have into that one hour and that really sets me for the rest of the day. You know, like the days that I don't do that, I know that I don't function well, I'm crankier, you know, and uh, at this point it just became it's a lifestyle is something that I need for myself and it just made me such, you know, a better mom and a better you know, a friend and a better co-worker, you know, just because I'm putting into myself before I go out for my day and take care of everything else and everyone else. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I definitely think that that is good. Like, I do the same thing. Um, I try to get up two hours, though, before. Um, But sometimes, you know, it's only an hour, but I try to, like you said, um, read my Bible, but normally I'll have some type of uh, devotion book right now. I'm doing like this devotion Bible study that, you know, gives me questions and then I answer them Um, and then I pray. And then um, I used to like do exercise in the morning after that. So which was why I was getting up at you know, two hours before, but then I started working for a company who has like, um, employee classes. So I would just start attending those. Um, that way it would free up some of my time in the morning. So I would go to bed earlier during the week, or I do go to bed earlier during the week. And then I get up at like 4am, you know, and that my, you know, Mm -hmm. that gives me like two hours because my daughter gets up at 6am. I get to, you know, get my mind together and get some things done um, that I didn't get done that night. So that is what I do. But um, I really loved, love what you said about exercising first thing in the morning, because I think that gets your heart rate up, you know. And so I right. think I'm gonna go back to that, like just doing some stuff at home, because, you know, like the employee class, it's cool. But then it's like at the end of the work day. And I don't know. I mean, it's still... I guess good in a way, but then I don't feel like I have as much energy like I used to have doing it first thing in the morning. Right. And, right. And so and, I recommend uh, like Yeah, and I was gonna say, uh that's the whole thing that uh failed me before because that's what I used to do. I used to tell myself, Oh, I didn't have time to do it in the morning, I will go after work and then after you had a long day, it's just so hard for you to all you want to do is go home and relax. <laughs> and um, it's really hard for you to go to a place and put in the time on yourself and yeah. put in some extra effort and some work when you're already That is the key, like, from the, effort. From the whole day, <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, because I feel like I, you know, I go to the class, but I'm not really giving it 100%, right? right. I'm going there and I'm doing right. it because I'm forcing myself to go. Because I know I need to work out and I know I want to lose weight. And so that's why I'm here. But I don't really have like the energy like I would have if I started at the beginning of the day. And, you know, to like give it 100%. So that is what I've seen. I'm just like, okay, maybe you should go back to what you used to do. And again, you know, just doing it from home first thing in the morning. Right. And it's so much easier. Um, You know, I think it's uh, like I said, for me, like the, the, Hardest thing for me when I was trying to do the gym is get up and drive to the gym. You know, sometimes like the weather doesn't help for, you know, as far as motivating you. Sometimes it's too cold. Sometimes, you know, like the bed just looks so comfy and comfort, you know, you just think, oh, well, I mean, you know, I just stay in bed for an extra 30 minutes and then by the time you get up, like you don't have time anymore. So 
if I know I'm home, like it's not really that hard, you know. In uh, 30 minutes at the comfort of your house, you know, that's, that's the one thing that, you know, and it's life changing. Most of the time I would think like, oh, 30 minutes, like what does that do, you know? And I'm just like eating, I've been eating my words right now because, you know, for the past nine months, that's what I've been doing is like 30 minutes a day. You know, some like this last program I just finished, it was 30 minutes a day, four days a week. And I still got crazy results. So it's all about, you know, like you're doing something consistent and then, you know, that's what's going to help you succeed. You know, it's not what you do every now and then. It's what you do, you know, on a consistent basis. And, you know, I think, like you said, you know, like the first thing in the morning, you know, it's just like it keeps you running for the day fuels, you know, and, and it just helps like your body is already in burning fat mode, you know, like for the rest of the day. So that, that, that's really, you know, you make the time, you, you just decide, okay, this is my time. And you get that done and, you know, it just feels so much better, you know, can you do something for you, you know, and it, it just benefits everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I say that if you have some sort of schedule or you're blocking off your time or you're making a to-do list, put that on your to-do list or on your schedule, you know, make it right. a priority and it will force you to get it done. And I think after you do it for a while, it just becomes routine. It's like you automatically know that once your feet hit the floor, you got to get up, get yourself together and exercise, right? That's true. That is so true. You know, like I said earlier, it is a decision you need to decide that, you know, like you deserve that, you know, that as a mom, like we, we just take care of so much throughout the day, every single day, like you are the last thing on your priority list. Like I, I was never in my, in my to-do list, never like working out was never in my to-do list, like take care of myself was never in my to-do list and, you know, it's important when you place that as a non-negotiable that, you know, I'm doing this for me, I'm working on it and I'm not backing, backing up from it. So you just make that happen, you make the decision and just do it every single day, you know, and for me, just like you said, it's become a habit now. That's something that I need, you know, the days that I don't work out, you know, people can tell, you know, well, that, you know, something is off today, but usually, you know, that just sets my emotions, my mood, my energy for the day. So I think it has to be a priority. You know, you are a priority. You know, your kids need you every day, you know, so that that should be on your to-do list. Yeah, and like you mentioned, it gives you energy. So, you know, if you wake up, you know, saying, oh, you're tired, you don't want to do this and you don't want to do that, then, you know, that's how you feel. It's I always talk about how words have power, you know, so, you know, the thoughts that you have become words and then your words become your actions. So if you get up saying like, oh, I'm tired, I can't do this today, then you probably won't do it. But if you get up feeling like, oh, well, you don't want to do it, but you say, I'm going to do it anyways, or I'm going to still work out and I'm going to give it my best because of X, Y, Z, then I think that, right. you know, you speak over your own self and then you start your day off on a positive note and then you're not, you know, screaming at your kids or frustrated because you guys are running late because you've already gotten up early enough to get done what you need to get done that is so true so now one other thing I wanted to um, talk about was like you know the type of workouts that you do because I feel like you know just say if you're 
doing something at home, I feel like it needs to be high intensity for you to really see results. Um, and a lot of times people talk about HIIT workouts. And if you don't know, it's like H-I-I-T. So you can Google that if you've never heard of it before. But talk about the kind of workouts that you do because you've joined this program and now you're helping people to do the same thing. So talk a little bit about the workouts and the programs. And then if you know, somebody may not, you know, feel like they're ready to be part of a program, then what else can you recommend for them? Right. Well, um, I think, you know, the whole thing with the home workouts for me, and I have tried them before in the past, I bought like so many workout programs of infomercials. This is the first time that home workouts actually work for me. Um, And that's the whole thing uh, is because I'm actually not only finishing the program, but I'm taking the time to, to follow what uh, the program, uh, the way it is supposed to work, you know? So it's like some, some of the programs, like they are not all high intensity and um, it's understandable and to the point that not everybody can start, you know, uh, uh, at, uh, uh, at a, a higher fitness level, you know? So there were all kinds of programs for all fitness levels and even the uh, hardest programs, you always have someone uh, in the videos that's uh, doing the modify, modified uh, version of the moves. So it's not like uh, at that point, like you don't really have an excuse, oh, this is too hard. Well, there is someone in the video showing how to make it, you know, in an easier way, but you're still going to be working and progressing as you go, you know, through the weeks uh, doing that uh, program. So. Uh, I think it's about being uh, having a structure and following the program the way it is supposed to be done. Um, and uh, there is like a whole like uh, uh, nutrition guidance behind that program as well. And it's very simple. It's nothing like crazy that you're going to be counting the calories, nothing like that. Everything's so simplified. They laid out for you. I think it's like this time um, because I'm following Every single program, they, the way they're supposed to be followed, that's why I'm seeing the results that I'm seeing and being able to keep the results as opposed to um, what I used to do in the past, just, you know, do my own thing and finish the workout and go drink a glass of wine, finish the workout and go have a burger. So it's, it's like you just do it the way it's supposed to be done and then you're going you're gonna to see like a great, great results. And I'm going to say, uh, you don't need actually to go through a whole like workout program, you know, like you can do little things for yourself and go for a walk, you know, like as long as you're moving your body and, and just putting in some time, you know, to just get those in, endorphins, you know, like running through your body. You know, I think that's a great start, you know, like not everybody is ready to jump into a six week pro- program or an eight week program, uh, but there's always something you can do for yourself you know, just to get you active. And at some point, if you decide that, you know, okay, I want to, you know, get myself better, I want to get myself healthier and stronger, then you can slowly transition into that. But you don't have to just jump straight into it as long as you are, you know, trying to find the time and work into it and just do something for yourself every day. You know, it's 10, 15 minutes that you can walk or go for a run or anything simple that will help you, you know, start moving your body that just 
makes her feel so great afterwards. Awesome. So if any moms out there want to actually work with you, because you did mention that you have some clients, like how can they go about signing up to work with you? Yeah. So um, basically, if you head to my page, <laughs> you can go to my page for some inspiration. I'm on Instagram at uh, mom and uh, you can just send me a message. You can scroll through my page. Just like that's what happened, you know, when I found my coach for a long time. I was just like creeping through her Instagram page and just looking and just being so inspired, you know. I have a lot of tips uh, in there. Also, some workout videos that I put up every day. Uh, I have a link that you can just click on the link and just try. You have a two-week free trial for you. If you want to give it a shot, I have a link at the top of my page. Definitely don't be afraid to reach out. You know, like like I said, this is, at this point, it's just something that I want to help, you know, and just like really pay forward, you know, the way that I've been helped and it's been such a life changer for me. Just, you know, go to my page and, you know, we can chat and, you know, just hit me with a message and, you know, if you just want to be inspired, you know, everything is also there for you. Awesome. And I'll be sure to link your Instagram handle in the show notes. That way um, the listeners can just click on it and go right to your page. And I will say that I enjoy seeing your videos. So I'm like, I got to get myself together because you'll be on there like right. every day. <laughs> and I'm like, every day. Yes, show up and be consistent. I think that is like a major key. It is. Yeah. And it's one of the things is like, you know, I'm showing up uh, on my page every day to show not only the single mom, but every mom and really everyone that is, is possible. You know, it's like we, we are all busy, you know, we all have things to do. But it's like, you know, you can show up for yourself, you know, like if you don't do that for yourself, like who's going to do it? You know, and it's, it's, it's one of the things, you know, like I think with health, um, it's like you don't take care of it now. You're gonna you're gonna be forced to take care of it later. So why not do little things for yourself right now, so you don't have to, you know, like go through harder things later. You know, I don't think thirty minutes a day is a lot of time for you to, you know, just uh, put into yourself. And it's it's so needed. It just you know make you feel so much better. Yeah. And it's, it's about you know make that decision, be consistent, show up for yourself, and your body will thank you. You know. Yeah, it's, it's just like that mindset and that's you know gonna what? eventually click. Yeah, one thing that we didn't, um, I don't think either one of us said, but like working out actually increases longevity, so you want to live longer for your kids, you know, right? Um, but not only for your kids, for yourself. Like, I know you want to live a long time, but if you're not treating your body well, a lot of illnesses and stuff come from our lack of nutrition and so if we let ourselves go then you know we're not likely to uh, live a long time to be honest and you know I that's true about people all the time working in healthcare, and some people don't do they don't want to change even if like the doctor tells them that it's something as simple as changing their diet they still don't want to do it and so they don't yeah if you're listening to this podcast then I know that you have a desire to change and you want to make that happen because you clicked on this podcast to listen to it so do that do it for you do it for your kids do it for your family you know if anything that's right that's so right you know we always have that new year's resolution you know every 
the beginning of the year, you know, we have like, yes, you know, I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to change. So that's the one thing, like, usually we don't, you know, we, we won't go past like the first or second week, you know, of, you know, doing all those good things for us. Um, but, you know, instead of just jumping into that major thing, just do one small thing. Yeah. You know, every just single small. day, you know, mm-hmm. just start small and just don't stop, you know. You no, know, we deserve it. It's not hard. It's just, you know, where you, you make it, you know, you put that time for yourself every single day. You know, you find the time for the things that are important to you, right? Right. Usually, you, make, you, know, you make time to watch your favorite shows, to right. listen to music, to do whatever. So you can yeah, make time to work out. Media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right, Kelma, so, that is actually all I had. I thank you so much. Or just carving out that time to sit down and chat with me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners before we go? Well, I just really want to thank you for having me today. I know you are so challenging for us to be able to, you know, put in this hour. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, but I'm very grateful that we were able to make it happen. And like I said, if you need some inspiration, just head to my page and you know, if you feel like you need a little bit of a push of a help, I'm here for you. And thanks again, Kim, for having me. Yes, thank you. I Again, I appreciate it. And I know so many moms will be inspired and motivated to take action in their uh, fitness journeys and getting their bodies mm-hmm. together, okay? <laughs> you know, this All right. is coming and everybody wants to look good. So y'all get I know. <laughs> this is the time. Yes, the time is now. All right. I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Kelma. She definitely dropped a lot of tips. So I hope that you were able to take something from this. If you enjoyed this episode, please take out a moment to leave us a review. Let us know what you thought about it. If you're listening over on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can always drop a comment. And if you want to just let me know, you can simply DM me over on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. Like our page on Facebook, Single Black Motherhood, and check out the website, singleblackmotherhood.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you're not subscribed, make sure that you go ahead and do that so that you never miss an episode. Planning for the Single Mom Success Tour is underway and I'm so excited. I have teamed up with Nikisha Wynn to bring this tour to three cities. We are kicking it off here in Houston. Then we'll be traveling to D.C. and then Atlanta. So if you're not familiar with the tour or you are familiar with the tour and you want to go ahead and get your tickets, head on over to singlemomsuccesstour.eventbrite.com. Next week, we are going to be talking all about skincare. So if you're that mom and you feel like you're too busy to have a skincare routine, then this one is definitely going to be for you. Until next week, thanks again for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Bye.